0: what's good you already know who it is and if you don't know who it is it's your man leon benson aka leon genesis aka your mom's favorite personal trainer aka let's get it aka let's work aka always working aka features thompson in the building what it do we back at it again man yo it's march 31st 2021 this is episode 50 you know what i'm saying Episode 50, episode five oh, season 2 of the Passion Purpose Perspective Podcast by yours truly, man. We, yo, I told y'all we was finna touch 50, man. Here we are. Lo and behold, man. You feel me? Like, yo, surround of applause out here, baby. You know what I'm saying? But anywho, last episode, uh, we discussed... The side effects of losing a significant amount of body fat, so if you missed that episode, you can go back it's episode 49 so just go into your podcast feed um, and just scroll up to well, you're gonna be moving in an upward direction, but scroll down to episode 49 and you can um and you can get some information on that man but yeah today I just want to briefly cover macronutrients. What are macronutrients, macronutrients are proteins, carbohydrates and fats. So we finish just breaking down a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of times you'll hear some of the same j- just nonsense in terms of people's perspectives or people's, you know, just. their. Their point of view in terms of what macronutrients are or what they mean to them. So, in terms of protein, you'll see, like, you'll see people read nutritional labels and they'll go, that's one of the first things they'll be like, Oh, this has this many grams of protein, this is so healthy, this is this and that, blah blah blah. Like, just because something has a high source of protein doesn't necessarily mean it's good for you. There are other ingredients, there are other nutrients macronutrients micronutrients that are in it that could be bad for you depending on your health situation depending on your body mass index depending on your physical fitness goals depending on nutritional goals like there's so much to it you know just but again just because something is high in protein doesn't mean it's necessarily good for you or healthy or beneficial um in terms of carbohydrates you'll hear people you know constantly being like oh that has too many carbs in it I can't eat that it's not good for me blah 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 You know, uh, carbs go to my, they go to my stomach, the carbs go to my hips, whatever, whatever. I'm on a low-carb diet. It's just like, you know, again, you don't want to look at something that's high in carbs and assume that it's not good for you or assume, um, you don't want to assume that it's good for you. You don't want to assume that it's bad for you. Like, you want to know exactly what it is you're trying to accomplish in terms of, your you know nutritional goals, figure out what your daily caloric intake is. Now you're gonna divide those percentages up based on proteins, carbohydrates, fats, whatever percentages you need. Obviously there's recommended uh, dietary um, you know percentages for each person. You know, they do like a general, Okay, you need this many, this percentage of protein, this percentage of carbs, this percentage of fats on a daily on a daily basis. But, hey, your goals might be different. So you might need different percentages um, of of the macronutrients, depending on what you're trying to accomplish in terms of fats. People try to avoid fats. Um, Other people, they have high fat diets, um, you know, like keto diets or whatever. But yeah, again, you need all three. All three are are essential to you being a fully functional human being. They're essential to your survival and they're essential to you hitting your fitness goals, nutritional and physical fitness goals. But yeah, man, let's discuss protein briefly. So, um... As some of you know, I'm reading literature from the National Academy of Sports Medicine. It is uh, the essentials of personal fitness training. It is the sixth edition. So we're on page 468 and it reads. Uh, About this is about protein. So it says the primary function of protein is to build and repair body tissues and structures. It is also involved in the synthesis of hormones, enzymes and other regulatory peptides. Additionally, protein can be used for energy if calories or carbohydrates are insufficient in the diet. So that last part, it says additionally, protein can be used for energy if calories or carbohydrates are insufficient in the diet. So if you're super low on calories, some of the protein that you consume that day is going to be used for energy. Or if you're low on carbohydrates, the protein that you consumed for that day might be used for energy as opposed to um body repair tissue repair and repairing the structure of your body but yeah um that is that and then um there's um protein has effects on satiety so basically satiety is whether you are satiated aka are you full so here it says proteins effect on satiety in addition to the above factors Protein intake may be adjusted to aid in satiety, a.k.a. the feeling of fullness. Protein's role in satiety is an important consideration. As with all macronutrients, protein activates specific satiety mechanisms and may be more satiating than fat and carbohydrates. And then it goes on and on and on. But yeah, Um, now here is uh, protein intake recommendations. So, the recommended dietary allowance for protein is 0.8 grams per day. So, the acceptable macronutrient distribution range for protein intake for an adult is 10% to 35% of total caloric intake. So, out of the three macronutrients that you're consuming throughout the day, 10% of that, should come from protein. And then they have a table, you know, breaking it all down. But yeah. Um, And then um, I'm just going to read the next paragraph about the the protein intake recommendations. These protein recommendations range from 10 to 35 percent of total caloric intake, which allows not only for differences in goals and activity, but also for bio individuality in terms of satiety and performance. Some people respond better to slightly higher or lower protein intakes, which may help with adherence to the amount of calories required to reach and maintain goals. And then it says individuals eating lower amounts of protein may need supplementation. For example, again, I'm gonna read that one more time. Individuals eating lower amounts of protein may need supplementation. So for example, if you're a vegan um, and you're not, consuming animal products, therefore it's a little bit more difficult for you to consume protein, um, you're going to need supplementation in this case, maybe it's, you know, some type of vegan protein powder that has no, uh, animal products, uh, in terms of like the ingredients or whatever, so that your body can function properly the way that it needs to, because there are you know, negative side effects to not getting enough protein in your diet. Moving on, um, the, um, just a review of, uh, the properties of protein. So here it says one gram of protein yields four calories. So AKA there's four calories for every gram of protein. So if something has, you know, 10, 10 grams of protein, that's 40 calories. Um, And then it says protein must be broken down completely into constituent amino acids before it can be used. Amino acids from protein are used by the body for the following synthesizing body tissue protein, providing glucose for energy. Many can be converted to glucose, providing nitrogen in the form of um, in the form of amine groups to build non-essential amino acids and then contributing uh, to fat stores. Amino acids are not used to build protein under the following conditions. It it goes through a whole nother list. Um, But yeah, moving on, we're going to carbohydrates. So carbohydrates are compounds containing carbon, hydrogen and oxygen and are generally classified as sugars, um, which are simple sugars or starches, which are complex, uh, complex carbs. So sugars are simple carbs. And then starches are complex carbs. And then there's fiber. So the definition of sugar, as it would appear on a food label, is any monosaccharide or desaccharide. Monosaccharide is a single sugar unit, many of which are connected to make starches, the storage form of carbohydrates in plants and glycogen, the storage form of carbohydrates in humans. Um, it goes on and on and breaks things down. Um, here it says carbohydrates are a chief source of energy for all body functions and muscular exertion. This fact leads to a rapid depletion of available and stored carbohydrates and creates a continual craving for this macronutrient. Carbohydrates also help regulate digestion and utilization of protein and fat. So yeah, Typically, if you're getting enough fat in your diet, if you're getting enough protein in your diet, your energy source is going to come from your carbohydrate. So where are we at here? OK, and then the carbohydrate intake recommendations, a diet containing between six and ten grams per day of carbohydrates is recommended. According to the Institute of Medicine, the acceptable macronutrient distribution range for carbohydrate intake for an adult is 45 to 65 percent of total caloric intake. So you need about 45 to 65 percent of your calories to come from carbohydrates throughout your day, Um, which especially in terms of physical fitness, it might be ideal to consume a few carbs before you work out therefore your body can store that as energy now when you go to the gym you can exert that energy that you got from your carbohydrates into your workout and get a good workout get a good pump or get a good run or a good bike whatever you're doing um and some people too um they'll carb they'll carb load so it depends on their schedule what their trainers you know provide for them but especially in terms of like bodybuilding some weeks it'll be like oh this is a high carb week so they'll have more than the daily the recommended daily amount of carbohydrates for you know maybe a week or a few days maybe not a week but like maybe like every 3 days or something like that just to kind of shock the metabolism um and just to keep try to keep the energy high throughout uh just throughout their the process of them, you know, trying to lose weight and or build muscle and just maintain s- some sort of energy because it is definitely hard to function when you lack carbohydrates. And then, yeah, where are we at here? We should be on fat. Fat is the next thing. So fats, a.k.a. lipids, are a group of compounds that include triglycerides, which are fats and oils. And then it has uh, phospholipids and sterols of the lipids contained in food. Ninety percent are fats and oils in the body. Ninety nine percent of the stored lipids are also triglycerides. Structurally, triglycerides are three fatty acids attached to a glycerol backbone. Yo, that's a whole lot of jargon. But. At the end of the day, you need to consume enough fat in order to live and in order to survive, Um, you absolutely, unequivocally, without a doubt, need uh, like three to four percent body fat in order to just function and stay alive. If it goes lower than that, you dead. you out you out of here. You know what I'm saying? Um, So don't don't knock fat. You know what I'm saying? You need fat in your diet there's yes, there's healthy fats, there's unhealthy fats. But you do need you do need healthy fats in your diet in order to function, you know, in order to continue to promote, you know, just overall health and well-being, whatever your goals are, whether you're trying to lose weight, gain weight, build muscle, you know, just kind of downsize. Maybe you are, you know, super muscular and you're trying to downsize, just you can have like a healthier heart, you know, healthier organs or whatnot. But yeah, you you still need fat in your diet regardless um regardless of what you think, you know? Obviously, too much of any of it is bad. So, that's why you have your recommended daily amount that you that you that you need throughout the day. Uh and then what else? What do we got here? Oh, okay, yeah, we got the recommendations. So, Here it says clients must be satiated by the amount of calories necessary to allow fat loss or energy balance or they will eventually overheat. The goal to keep the client's diet within the guidelines. uh, The goal is to keep the client's diet within the guidelines for health. According to the Institute of Medicine, the acceptable macronutrient distribution range for fat intake for an adult is 20 to 35% um, of total caloric intake. So you need 20 to 35% of your calories to come from fats aka lipids and then uh some of the functions of fats cellular membrane structure and function precursors to hormones cellular signals regulation and exertion of nutrients in the cells um so some of that is in regards to there are certain micronutrients that will not absorb within your body and the bloodstream unless they are consumed with fat so you could google what those nutrients are you know i'm saying um but also some of the functions of fats are surrounding protecting and holding in place organs such as the kidneys heart and liver insulating the body from environmental temperature changes and preserving body heat this is what i was talking about last episode when i was saying how i i realized especially as of late that because i'm dropping more body fat I'm always cold all the time, and one of the, one of the side effects of losing a significant amount of body fat is that your body temperature drops um, because you don't have that body fat to help insulate your organs. So again, here it says um, the functions of fat is insulating the body from environmental temperature changes and preserving body heat. And then um, the last two functions here is prolonging the digestive process by slowing the stomach's secretion of hydrochloric acid, creating a longer lasting sensation of fullness after a meal, which is why fat in your diet is important, because it will it will prolong the feeling of satiety, a.k.a. you will be fuller for longer because you've consumed enough fat in your diet. Couple that with with enough protein in your diet you're going to be good. You're not going to have to eat as much if everything is just solely coming from a carb or if it's just solely coming from, you know, empty calories or whatever, which is why it's just like you need all three. You period. But anywho, um, the last one here, as far as functions of fats, it says initiating the release of the hormone. um, Oh, my God. I don't even know how to say this. I'm not even going to try. It's like colex, colex, this stoken it's uh, the abbreviation is CCK. So initiating the release of the hormone CCK, which contributes to satiety. Satiety is satiation. Satiation is the feeling of fullness. Um, So, yeah, man, that was just the breakdown of macronutrients, what they are, why you need them, why they're important, what happens when you you lack you know, one versus the other versus the other, you know, but yeah, all three of them in conjunction in terms of your, your daily, uh, you know, diet, you need all three, man. They're all important. Um, too much of, of any of either, or of all three, obviously is going to be bad. Not enough of all three is going to be bad. No, you need nice, a nice mixture, a nice balance of all of them. Um, so yeah, you can rewind back to the percentages, In terms of just, you know, your standard adult and the percentages that they need throughout the day. But yeah, man, I just wanted to break that down real quick. You feel me? Um, So hopefully you got some some information that maybe you didn't know or maybe that was interesting that you needed to know to help you so that you can take your nutrition to the next level, because, yeah, nutrition is it's so paramount to just your existence as a human being, um, and then, yeah, it's going to help you to reach whatever your goals are in terms of, of fitness. You know, if you're trying to lose weight, you you need to be monitoring your macronutrients as well as your micronutrients, which are things like vitamin A, uh, vitamin K, vitamin D, vitamin C, um, you know, uh, niacin, magnesium. Uh, and just the list goes on and on and on. But, yeah, man, you you got to. Like, like I said, uh, for me, I'm not super anal about counting calories or anything. Like, I know my body. Um, I look at portions. Uh, um, I, d- I do have a food scale, but I barely use it. Um, I kind of just eat somewhat, not somewhat intuitively. Like, in the beginning, it was intuitive. Now, it's like I, I, I listen to my body. Like, I eat when I'm hungry. I I try not to eat overindulge or, or you know, I try to just eat consistently throughout the day, four or five meals that are a little bit smaller as opposed to having one gigantic meal or three gigantic meals. No, I have four or five, you know, relatively small meals Um, and I try to get in a little bit of everything. I try to get in my proteins, my carbohydrates and my fats throughout the day, every single day so that I can function properly, you know, and get shit done and do what I need to do. But anyway, that's that. So, yeah, man. Um, In terms of anything else, per the usual, online coaching is available right now. Fitness and nutritional online coaching is available right now. You can DM me on any of my social media, at Leon Benson 2 on Instagram, at Leon Benson on Facebook. You can type in Leon Genesis on any podcast platform, Spotify podcast, uh, Anchor.fm podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you know what I'm saying? Wherever you're listening to this at, man, message me on any of the episodes, comment on them, let me know you want to work with me, man, because I got what you need, man. We got 12-week programming available for you right now, 8-week programming, man, available to you, it is custom to you, and whatever your needs are. I'm definitely looking to transform one or two more bodies before uh, the year 2021 is done, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, holla at your boy, man, because we youchy. Other than that, man... Um, book of the Month is still Stock Investing for Dummies. It's the sixth edition written by Paul M. Lajinovic. Um, This is just currently some of the literature that I'm reading right now. I've already finished this book. Um, but yeah, like I've said in previous episodes, I just wanted to go back and just break down just some of the simple things that are in it. Um, so yeah, I am turning to... Page 23, which uh, talks about funding your stock program. Um, So the top paragraph here says, if you're going to invest money in stocks, the first thing you need is money. Where can you get that money? If you're waiting for an inheritance to come through, you may have to wait a long time, considering all the advances being made in healthcare lately. Um, And then, uh, what else? Yeah, it just, it, it breaks down, you know, how you need to reallocate your capital. You know, so maybe you need to sell some some physical products in order to take that money and be able to invest it in whatever companies you're interested in purchasing. But um yeah, um this bottom paragraph here on page 23 says the following section show how to calculate and analyze your cash flow. The first step is to do a cash flow statement. With a cash flow statement, you ask yourself three questions. And then um, it goes into the questions. What money is coming in In your cash flow statement, jot down all sources of income, calculate income from for the month and then for the year. Include everything, salary, wages, interest, dividends and so on. Add them all up and get your grand total for income. And then it says, what is your outgo? Write down all of the things you spend money on. List all of your expenses, if possible, categorize them as essential and non-essential. You can get an idea of all the expenses that you can reduce without affecting your lifestyle. But before you do that, make as complete a list as possible of what you spend your money on. Um, And then, yeah, it just, it goes on and on. I think there's another question. Yeah, and then it says, um, what's left. So I'm gonna read that paragraph as well. It says your income if your income is greater than your outgo you have money ready and available for stock investing no matter how small the amount seems it definitely helps i've seen fortunes built when people started to diligently invest as little as 25 to 50 dollars per week or per month if your outgo is greater than your income you better sharpen your pencil Cut down on non-essential spending and or increase your income. Your budget is a little tight. Oh, if your budget is a little tight, hold off on your stock investing until your cash flow improves. And um, yes, you definitely can invest as little as $25 to $50 per week or per month. Like you don't have to have thousands of dollars to invest. You don't. You You can slowly but surely over time acquire major companies publicly traded companies you know with small 25 to 50 dollars increments per week or per month depending on your financial situation if you can do more do more just do your research study the companies look at the prospectus check out the financials look at the income statements you know the balance sheet what's what is you know what are their liabilities what are their assets okay And then you subtract, obviously, you subtract the assets from the liabilities. Now, you know how much the company is is really making after all of their expenses and everything, after they pay their taxes, et cetera, et cetera, um, pay their employees, whatever. But yeah, man, like don't just go off of what people are telling you if you're really interested in this kind of stuff. No, you need to do the research. It's not just about looking at a stock price and saying, well, oh, this price is good or this price is bad or it's or you don't even know what it is. You're just buying it because everybody else is buying it. Like, nah, that's the that's the goofiest thing. Um, That's the goofiest way to, to go about it, man. But yeah, of course, more importantly, try to get your finances in order before you even invest your first dollar, like know where you are financially and how much risk you're willing to take. If you want to be more of a conservative investor, then you need to create a conservative investment program for you that's going to work for you, that's going to work for your income, what you're making, um, what you're bringing in after your expenses and after you pay taxes, et cetera, et cetera, like. You know, like I said, man, don't just get into this just to get into it because somebody told you it's good or whatever or told you that you could be rich off of this. Like you still have to be strategic. You still have to plan. You still have to map out everything. You still need to know what the hell you're investing in. Like people have 401ks and don't even know what they are. It's like at least figure out where your money's being invested if someone's doing it for you in, in the case of maybe a 401k. It's probably attached to a mutual fund or an exchange trade fund um, or just some type of mix of investments. There's a name for it. like you can look up the companies that are that your money's being invested in. like that can introduce you to how to a- acquire companies you know in the long term, just as far as like making small investments in in the stock market if that is something that you're interested in. But yeah, man, everybody got to do their due diligence, man. Put the work in. You feel me? People don't want to read. People don't want to learn. People don't want to study. They just want to get rich quick or the whatever, you know, whatever formula is going to get them there, you know, overnight. And it's just like there's none of that. Like you got to put the work in, period, regardless whether it's fitness and nutrition or whether it's, you know, trying to get your finances right and build wealth or whatever the case may be. You have to do the work. You have to, you can't get around it. And obviously you want to work smarter, not harder in terms of your finances. But yeah, man, that's just information that I wanted to share with you guys, man, because as I've, as I've said previously, um, the goal is to be wealthy and I'm trying to do what the wealthy people do. And you know, one of the things wealthy people do is they read they study and they learn. So, you know, that's 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 what I do on a daily basis. I read, I study, I learn. Um, they invest. They invest in their own businesses. They invest in, you know, stocks, bonds, real estate, treasury bills, um, you know, and 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 those are things that I want to do um, and will continue to pursue you know, until I get to whatever goal it is I'm trying to get to. But if you guys have goals that are similar, that's the whole point of me even sharing some of this information. But aside from that, I'm sharing things like this book, Stock Investing for Dummies, because it's going to help me to better utilize the information for my own situation um, It's basically like a study guide. You know, when I'm able to uh, just recite um, And elaborate out loud just some of the technical terms, um, even just reading verbatim from, you know, books as such as this. But, yeah, man, that's it, man. That was today's episode. So hopefully you got some gems from this joint, man. Um, I'm saying continue to put the work in. continue to do your own research. Don't just listen to me. Don't just listen to whoever, you know, is. Showing you you know nice houses or nice cars, or you know showing you abs of steel or whatever like there's still is there's there's a lot more to it than what you see and what you hear. You have to figure out what it is you're trying to do regardless of the information that you're receiving from individuals like myself or anybody else that's you know in this in in the fitness industry or you know, in the financial industry or whatever the case may be, like do your own research, have your own questioning and, and, you know, don't just be gullible or just go with what sounds good. Anybody can make anything sound good. Like that doesn't mean that it's good necessarily for your situation. So, yeah, man, you got to you got to be wise. You got to smarten up and figure out what's really best for you. Based on your character, based on your habits, based on your lifestyle, based on where you are, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, psychologically, all of that, man. But yeah, man, we're going to cut it right here. You feel me? Because I could go on and on and on, man. But again, hopefully you found some some gems in here or you can utilize some of this information, you know, just to take your life and existence to the next level. If not. I mean, it's a fail, but hey, whatever. We are gonna be back again, you know what I'm saying? We got more content on the way, so yeah, man. If you found this informative or entertaining or useful, make sure you download it, make sure you like it, make sure you subscribe it. Yo, rate this jump. I only got like three ratings on uh on Apple Podcasts. Can I get some more five-star ratings, please? Like, holla at your boy, man. I went to school with some of y'all, man. Y'all bugging out here, but anyway, man. As usual, you already know who it is. I'm not going to say it again. I'm out.